Can you feel it, everybody? We're getting very, very close to money season in the fantasy hockey realm. That's why on Friday's episode, we're breaking down all the top news from around the NHL. Austin Matthews, Alexi Lafreniere, and of course, Evan Bouchard. What do all of these moves mean for your fantasy team? Tune in, tap in, and let's get this money. You're locked on fantasy hockey, your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Steel, the excitement is real, and I hope the fantasy fanatics out there are feeling it as well because we're getting very close to the puck drop on the upcoming season, baby. And I'm getting hyped. Thank you for joining us for the Friday episode of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. And thank you for making us your first listen every single day. The offseason is drawing to a near and you can tell because contracts are dropping, bodies are moving, and we're timing ourselves nicely to get this money. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. The episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official partner and sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started today. Steele, we've been waiting for the Austin Matthews news. You and I don't get a ton of opportunity to come on here and just be straight up Leafs fans. We're going to talk about it from the Leafs fans perspective, but we got to talk fantasy as well for Austin Matthews and this Toronto Maple Leafs club because... I went on a show earlier today, and I'm now drinking your Kool-Aid. I think this is their division to lose, and I'll talk yes. about it in a few minutes. Alexi, Alexi Lafreniere also getting his mini two-year contract. Evan Bouchard also getting a two-year contract. There's some interesting angles to be had here. I want to immediately turn it over to you. We're going to talk about Matthews first. Then I think Lafreniere makes sense next, and we'll wrap it up with Bouchard. But let's save some time for this Toronto Maple Leafs situation. For obvious reasons, I know yeah. you have a lot to say today. It's usually me flapping off at the top of the episode. I'm turning it over to you. Hit me with your take on what's going on here. There's also a lot of Twitter warriors going on, so I want to talk about them as well. Absolutely love the news of Austin Matthews remaining in Toronto. Four years, $53 million, 13.25 AAV. Look, he absolutely deserves this contract. He 85 points in 73 games this, this past year. We knew it was a little bit of a down season from the 105 he put up the year prior to that. But That's Austin true. Matthews is one of the best goal scorers in the NHL right now. One of the best two-way forwards and players in the game as well. You mentioned this the other day. You don't see a lot of skilled players putting their body on the line, especially a player of Matthews caliber. 92 blocks, 78 hits, 327 shots, bringing that into the fantasy fantasy side of things. He's one of the top fantasy players, one of the top players in the NHL right now. And again, right. going back to his goal-scoring ability, five out of seven years. He's only been in the NHL seven years, which I, time is just flying by right now. But yeah. five out of seven years, he scored 40 goals. And the only reason he didn't score 40 the other two seasons was because he played less than 68 games and still right. put up 34 and 37 goals those two seasons. Right. So by far, absolutely deserves this contract. People might say it's a little bit high, overpaid. He becomes the highest paid player in the NHL, but he deserves the contract for all of those reasons I just listed off. Plus, the cap mm -hmm. is going to continue to go up by one, yes. one and a half million over the next few years as or well. More. It's going to go up every single season. Yep. It could go up more. 
So by the time, you know, year two or year three comes around, this contract is going to look very, very good. Mm -hmm. And especially, you know, for those locked on sends guys, uh, Mark Mathod as well, they can talk and tweet all the SHIT they want to. But at the end of the day, the Toronto Maple Leafs have the better players. They have the better team. And for sure, all of us Leaf fans, we can look up in our arena, in our stadium, and see a couple of championship banners up there. I don't care. It's all the way back till 1967. We've mm -hmm. been in the playoffs the last, the last six years. They haven't. Their team Ooh. is finally just getting good because they had to implode their team back in 2017 after getting dusted in the Eastern, Eastern Conference Finals. So they can talk. They can yap all the time, all the time they want My to. But we'll, we'll keep all those receipts out, and we'll use them at the end of the season. Oh, we're keeping receipts, and they do have some really good players. We're not taking away anything from the stars that are Timmy Stutz, Brady Kachuk. Yeah, they do. They, they have do. some studs. So I'm here for the conversation of maybe who has a better roster. But I think at the end of the day, and whoever wants to say whatever from whatever fan base or from whatever armchair they're in, which we are also in. We are not athletes. We are not coaches. But we can look at these things with real angles. Austin Matthews has a quote-unquote down year last year. He still pops 40. And his the rest of his game is starting to round into form. I understand that people say, you know, I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here because you know I'm loving every single thing you're saying. Yeah, the banners are old. Yeah, it's been a while since they've won. Yeah, they only got dusted in the second round after finally punching through in the first round. But when I look at this division subjectively, and I'm being straight up, I'm talking about putting my money on where I think the best team is got the best chance to win. In my opinion, it's the Toronto Maple Leafs division to lose now. And I know it I is. was a little apprehensive about saying this because I do think it's a boom or bust situation. Bringing in guys like Klinberg, bringing in guys like Reeves, it could really pan out. It really could. But it could maybe blow up in Living's face just a little bit also because we don't know what Samsonov can do. But this move with Matthews, is totally 100% what the team needed. And what I'll say, if I'm being fully, honestly unbiased, it's a little bit disappointing that we can't get the man under longer term. If I'm being a true fan and I'm being a true reporter here, it's a, you're seeing longer term deals for key pieces of squads across the NHL doing seven or eight years. So to see the four years, obviously that's a bit, bit disheartening, but I'll leave it at this for you, Steele. Five on five goals in the last three seasons? David Pasternak, 70. Connor McDavid, 73. Pretty good players. How about 93 for our boy Austin Matthews? So maybe it's time to wake up, read the stats, and put a little bit of respect on 34's name because I also hear the haters steal. I hear them, and they're going to say he's been banged up. He can't take too many hits. He's a bit made of glass. At this day in the NHL, Show me a guy his age that hasn't been banged up with injury. Even the most consistent guys seem to miss a little bit yeah. of time this year. That's just how it is in this day and age. But Austin Matthews signing four-year, $13.25 million AAV. The AAV is a win for the team as well, Steele. It is a win for the team. And like I said, the cap's going to continue to go up every single season. It's going to look better. You're right. Obviously, with this season or with this contract, it, it solidifies that William Nylander is on the way out. Like he's he's got one year left on his contract. They're not going to be able to pay him because, again, in two years, uh, yeah, I guess two years, 2025, 26 season, JT's going to need another contract. Mitch Marner's going to need a, another contract. So there's a few other elements that go into play here. 
And again, yeah. William Nealon to me is that odd man out, and you could get a ton of return for a guy of his caliber and elite, uh, his status as well. Really interesting, though, that he does come out in an interview with Jeff Merrick and Elliot Friedman literally like the day before saying he's not worried, saying that he wants to be a part of this team. <laughs> but you know what he's saying? He's saying all the right things if you want to maintain your stock as a star player, because we know that there's been a little bit of off ice complaints about William Nylander's contract demands in the past. So if you're trying to really maximize your client's potential, and I'm talking about him taking maybe a little bit of coaching here from his representation group, that's what I'm saying, because I agree with you fully about he just, how are they going to fit the money in the contract juggling by Kyle Dubas, even though we love what he did near the end of his tenure, wasn't always the greatest. So now Brad yeah. Living is going to have to come in and deal with that. But if you're talking about on ice steel, because I love how a lot of people, when they come at us, when they come at the Leafs, they love to bring up a whole bunch of BS that has nothing to do with what the team can do on the ice. Contracts of past leadership, uh, bad, bad records in the playoffs. Let's talk about the team on the ice this year. Because when you look at that Atlantic division, and I've been very vocal and so have you, Detroit Red Wings got better. Ottawa Senators have, you know, maybe, you know, with overall quality of their core have gotten better. And the yeah. Buffalo Sabres, we love as a team on the uptick. So this isn't exactly a walk in the park. It's just a testament to what the Maple Leafs have up front. They've really tightened up on the back end. And Samsonov had a good year. He just really stumbled in the playoffs. I think we can leave it at that for now for the Toronto Maple Leafs deal because... We got to talk about our, your boy, Alexi. We got to talk about Evan Bouchard. And I think we'll drop a couple more nuggets about our listener league very quickly. You know, we got to pump that out some more right after the break. I know you got me covered on that front. But shout out to you calling out some of these men's out here who are just steady got other teams in their mouthpiece. And I implore them to focus on their own squad and take a look on the inside, baby, because talking about not wanting to play in Toronto when it's coming from some of these franchises that are straight bucket, I'm not here for it and we're not having it. But what we are having is today's episode brought to you by our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. Football season is about to kick off and FanDuel has given you a shot to win all season long. Steel, you know I'm loving this. Right now, when you bet on a Super Bowl winner, you get bonus bets back every time they win in the regular season. Pick a team, any team to win the Super Bowl, and you get bonus bucks in your pocket for every regular season victory. That's cash you can be using to bet on the spreads, player props, over-unders, and a whole lot more. So head over to FanDuel.com slash on today to get started earning bonus bets with America's number one sportsbook. That's FanDuel.com slash on. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. We are a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your favorite team from all four major sports leagues, including the NCAA, your team every single day. And like Flip said, continue to DM us on our Twitter account, LO underscore Fantasy NHL. We'll follow you back so you can get through to our get through to the DMs. Yep. Uh, but yeah, private privately message us with your information, full name, email and which league you want to be a part of the casual or competitive the difference between the two is just the entry fee that you uh participate in whether it's twenty dollars in the casual and fifty dollars mm -hmm. in the competitive league but make sure you're dming us on twitter lo underscore fantasy nhl we already have 22 people that are on our list right now it's mm -hmm. continuing to go and up growing. every single day it's improving we're getting more participants every single day we're waiting for a few more to uh message mm -hmm. us back from last year's uh, first yep. year edition of the fantasy yep. hockey listener league 
But again, just DM us if you want to participate with your information. We'll put you down on the list. And Alexi Laffrey. Don't forget hey. those deal to be included. Make sure you subscribe. You like, yes, and you yes. drop us that five-star review because only the people that are subscribed and have dropped us a review are going to be entered in. Make sure you follow all those details, and you are in the league, baby, and you will be going toe-to-toe with Steele and I. I'd be more worried about Steele because he knows what he's doing. <laughs> I'm just over here kind of cracking tins and having fun. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Steele, take us away with your boy Alexi here because we talked about him recently, so I think we can we keep have. this one relatively short. Yes, we can. Yes, we did talk to him, talk about him just a few weeks ago. Alexi Lafreniere finally getting his contract situated with the New York Rangers. Two years, 2.325 million AAV. So again, that's relatively what we thought it would be. I thought, again, would be close to what we saw Alex Newhook. He signed for 2.9 for three years. So he gets the two-year deal. Yeah, it goes down in AAV. So we're relatively close uh, to what... They at the end they ended up agreeing on two years, two point three two five million for Alexi Lafreniere. Sixteen goals, thirty nine points last year. Just over fifteen minutes of average ice time for the New York Rangers. There is a lot to like though with the peripheral stats. One hundred and forty one hits, one hundred and thirty five shots. For me, they need to be playing this player a lot more. They need to play Alexi Lafreniere more. He'll be twenty two years old in October. In October. He's the first overall pick back in 2020. And I understand that he's coming into a situation where you've got Chris Kreider as left wing or Temi Panarin on left wing. Uh, And I understand that he plays the left wing side, but they need to be playing him more. Again, drafted first overall with the first pick in 2020 draft. He dominated the QMJHL for three straight seasons. That's why he was the number one overall pick in 2020 because the, the, the sure the pure talent that he brings the stick handling ability the skating the edge work the yep. awareness of his teammates around him that's why he went first overall that's why new york rangers drafted him but they're not utilizing him properly i've said this over and over again they yeah. need to, he needs to be playing more he needs more time on the power play and again he's stuck behind artemi panarin and chris Kreider, rightfully so because they're elite players they're elite forwards mm-hmm. but he needs to get some more playing time to get his confidence up I, you know how closely I watch time on ice connected to fantasy value. And the fact that it was going up is a good sign for me. And I know it was only from 14 minutes up to a little over 15 steel. Yeah. And it's not a whole lot to write home about. But the fact that the shot numbers were up, shot yeah. numbers were up as well, slightly confidence is going up. And I know it's like, okay, he had 31 points a year before and he's a first overall pick. And now he's up to 39 points. Like, let's not get too excited. I think it's more so what I've seen from his ability to actually affect games with his physicality and with his overall quality on the ice. Yes, okay, it hasn't maybe translated into offensive success, perhaps, but I think it's coming, Steele. And he's also just been a victim of a very good balanced forward group that you've talked about very nicely just there. To me, this guy brings a whole lot of value, especially in banger leagues, Because of his physicality, I'm so agreeing with you on he needs to get the run out more. I'm just a little worried if, like, if Chris Kreider does go on a heater or continues to have the success he's had over the last couple of years, and I'm not saying he's going to run it back from two years ago and pop 50 or more, even if he's hovering around 25, 30, 35 goals, which I think we can both agree Chris Kreider can still do, it is going to be hard for Lafreniere to climb in there and get those minutes. So I think what I need to see from him 
is a really hot start. I need to see him seize the moment. And, you know, you and I have loved that third line. You know, I think it was Capo Caco for a while, Heedle and yeah. him. I think they're going to break that up a little bit more. They might give Capo a little bit of a look more up the lineup. I just need to see this man seize his opportunity so that we can look at him as a really legitimate fantasy piece, which I think both you and I think he can do. He's just got to get it together a little bit, I think, between the ears, Steel. Mentally, I think not having that run out and not having the yeah. ice time and leash that he had in junior has really rattled him. But mm-hmm. maybe now, excuse me before I choke, I think he's going to have that confidence to do his thing. Let's watch what happens because the New York Rangers are going to be a force to be reckoned with. We know that. So drafting players on that team, even if it's a reduced role and he's like a filler for you, like a backup, if depending on the format, he's your roster guy. I'm loving that kind of addition because to me, Lafreniere brings a whole lot of value still. He does. And like you said, especially for banger leagues, because the hits are up, the shots are up a little bit. Every single year, he's gotten better. He went from 21 yep. to 31 yep. to 39 points. Fact. Every All the stats are heading in the right direction, just at a very, very slow pace. And again, uh, I'm very excited to see what uh, uh, Peter Laviolette does with that, the right, head coaching job right. of the New York Rangers. A little bit of a mix-up. It up a little bit. Yep. A little bit of a mix-up, but you're right. Kako's up there on the first line, it seems like, with Chris Kreider and Mika Zibinijad. So, you know, that we could see a little bit of the kid the uh, the uh, kid line. We could uh, see a little bit of a mix-up. But I, again, yep. I would love to see Alexi Lafreniere get some more power play time, get him some more average ice time, maybe even 16 and a half minutes this next year. He was one of those guys that I would go back to on the waiver wire targets uh, every Monday if the New York Rangers had a strong week, four-game week. So something to keep an eye out for as well. But most likely, Alexi Lafreniere will be getting drafted in the later stages of your fantasy hockey draft. We got one last player to talk about. Evan Bouchard signs his deal with the Edmonton Oilers. He's staying in Canada for the foreseeable future, the next two seasons. That's your boy. And I want your opinion on him mm. right after this, but thank you so much for making the locked on fantasy hockey podcast. Your first listen every single day. Remember to continue following us, hit the subscribe button. We appreciate all that love and support. You show us every single day, continue to DM us on Twitter. LO underscore fantasy NHL is where you can send us your information full name, email, which league you want to be a a part of, the competitive or the casual league. Again, the difference is just the entry fee of uh, of that league. But we're already up to 22 participants, including Flip and I. So continue to DM us. Make sure you get your spot. Uh, We are, I believe we are solidifying 14 or 16 spots at the most for each league. So we'll get up to 32 or 34 players uh, overall for both leagues. But yeah, continue to DM us. Evan Bouchard, your boy, though. How do you yes. feel about this contract, him remaining in Edmonton for the next two, two seasons? It's one of those little bridge deals, I think, Steele. It makes it makes sense to me. Um, I It was just essential for this team, in my opinion. It was. Because they was. bring in Matthias Ekholm at the deadline. And rarely, I think, do you see a player that's not maybe like a headline name come in and have such an impact on the difference of an entire club. And I know he has nothing to do with what's going on with the amazing offensive talent up front, but it actually does when those guys don't need to worry as much about what's happening on the back end. And I think I spoke to you about that, about the same effect of Stuart Skinner. They haven't had a number one goalie there for a long time. And I know he's still young in his career, Throwing out the number one title is a little bit loose right now. 
he is the number one. And Matthias Ekholm made the difference. Now Evan Bouchard, with the moving out of Tyson Berry, was allowed to step out. And I don't think enough people realize that historically good power play in Edmonton is going to continue to roll next season. And Evan Bouchard <laughs> is going to be a big, yeah. big part of it. And he's going to benefit and also steal in 82 games last year, 156 shots on net. But how about the peripherals? This is what I didn't even realize about the man before digging into it for today. 77 blocks, 95 hits. He can do a little bit of everything. And actually, he plays with a little bit of edge. So Evan Bouchard is a must-draft player for me. If you can get a hold of him, I don't think he yeah. should slide much past the seventh or eighth round, in my opinion. That's how high I am on him. That might be a little high given the format. But if you look at how good that team is offensively and he's going to be the number one D-man on the power play of the best power play unit in the game, I don't want to miss out on a chance to have Evan mm -hmm. Bouchard on my team. And he's my boy for a reason, Steele. He's going to get his points this year, and I guarantee you, you're going to be upset. And I don't mean you. I mean as a GM out there, if you yeah. overlooked on him, my man's got 60 points in his eyesight, and he can get there, no problem in my opinion. That's where I think a lot of his value rises is the, the lack of power play points he's had the last two seasons. Now that he'll right. be that number one guy. Yes. He only had 13 power play points last year. We could easily see him get up to 25 power play points with how strong it is with McDavid and yeah. Dreisaitl and Zach Hyman, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, maybe even more uh, with him being that number one guy now on the power play quarterbacking. To me, uh, you know, I, I think it's a very smart deal for both uh, Evan Bouchard yes. as well as the Edmonton Oilers. Two yep. years, $3.9 I think he's setting himself up for a big payday in 2025. Again, just see his exactly. overall stats continue continue to rise over the next two seasons. A little bit surprised that no one offer sheeted this kid. Like yeah. it's, He seemed like the uh, atypical offer sheet for this offseason. Mm -hmm. So very yep. surprised about that. But the Edmonton was going around as very, well. Yeah, I, I, the Edmonton lawyers are very thankful that they were able to get the uh, this contract negotiations done and over with. And when you look at this blue line steal, yeah, okay, a couple of years ago, right, we were ready to poke holes all over the defensive ability of the Edmonton Oilers. Darnell Nurse, say what you will about Darnell Nurse, he is really valuable fantasy-wise because he can he chip is, in offensively. Is. And he brings the body and he is a nasty customer on that back end. And now he doesn't have to worry about being that number one physical veteran defensive presence. Matthias Ekholm is there to take that gig. Now he can maybe play a little bit more of his game. Now you got Evan Bouchard developing. It all comes down to me for the success of this team. Can Stuart Skinner run it back as a legitimate number one? He stepped out and proved that maybe he has it, but that's a small sample size. And one year isn't good enough for me to ready to just put a number one five starter title on this guy. Apologies if the Wi-Fi is going in and out a little bit, people. This is a sketchy Northern Cottage recording, but I'll leave it at this for you, Steele. Evan Bouchard for me, must draft player. The situation is good. Now the contract's in tow. You should be taking a real good look at my boy who was also, hold on, I believe he was a 10th overall pick. Wow, I'm good. 10th overall draft pick. So you know the caliber is also there. He's going to be bringing a good Ontario boy as well. Oakville native. Look, you know, the other day we were talking about some of those gold mines that you could talk or that you could pick from fantasy teams. The Edmonton oh. Oilers is probably number one on that list oh. just because of McDavid and Dreisaitl. But everyone that's situated around them, even on the blue line and in the crease, yep. they're draftable yep. players at the most. So 
again, Edmonton Oilers are going to have a very strong year, uh, especially with led by McDavid and Drysdale, the two best players in the NHL right now. We will continue this conversation next Monday. Make sure you're tuning in. Thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen. Again, make sure you're tuning in throughout the week, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, when you can find our episodes for the month of August. And then September comes around back to five days a week, Monday through Friday, We're 7 back, o'clock baby. in the morning. We are back, baby. Thank you again so much for tuning in for today's episode with Flip and I. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. Good luck with all your summer bets out there. And we shall see you back here again on Monday. Go Leafs, go.